Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about Behold the Sun. Today, this very day, we are basking in the summer solstice tide, a period in the annual cycle of the sun which lasts not just one day, but a whole week of the longest days of the year. What on the calendar marks the summer solstice is actually just the midpoint of the solstice tide, giving us a full week of over 16 hours of daylight and a full week of Mother Sun embracing us with her greatest measure of light and the nurturing energy that her light bestows on all beings. Most of us don't think much about the importance of the sun in our daily lives except for mundane stuff like Will it be a good beach day, or is this the best location for the garden? Although growing interest in solar energy has made us pay attention to the path of the sun, many people notice they feel better when the sun is shining. Sunlight helps our skin make vitamin D, important for physical and emotional well-being. Without enough sunlight, some people suffer from seasonal affective disorder, compromising their mood and their health during the winter months. But these practical considerations don't reflect the deep reverence our ancestors had for the sun. They knew that everything on earth comes from the sun, who they addressed as Mother Sun, and they knew that all living beings seek her light. Reverence for Mother Sun is universal. Even the Bible has a passage in Ecclesiastes which reads, Sunlight is sweet and it is pleasant for the eyes to behold the sun. And in the book of Revelations, a passage mentions the woman clothed in the sun, alluding to the ancient belief that the sun was the mother of creation. Time constraints don't allow a look at sun mothers from around the world and throughout history, nor an examination of the vast body of material evidence depicting the sun goddess and her attributes of fertility, sustenance, and regeneration. But I will mention the Baltic sun goddess Saule, who was still worshipped as late as the 17th century in Lithuania and Latvia. Our word sun comes from the German sun goddess Sunna, the loving, radiant mother who watched over and nurtured her creation each day as she walked across the sky. And let's not forget the wildflower called Daisy, Day's E or Day's I, as it was originally called, named in honor of Old Mother Sun. These are some examples of how our ancestors revered the sun, but how do we revere the sun today? Or perhaps more to the point, how can we rekindle a reverence for the sun in our daily lives? We could start by just observing the sun. For example, from which window do you first see the sun each day? How does the sun move around the inside of your home or your workplace? Our ancestors used mirrors and basins of water to capture and reflect the sun's radiance. You might amplify your observance of the sun by using a small mirror, a crystal, or other object that interacts with the sunlight, like a glass suncatcher. You might go outside and observe the sun on the land. At the summer solstice tide, the day seems to stretch on forever. You can walk outside before 4 a.m. in the morning or after 9 at night 
and there is enough light to see your way around without using a flashlight. You can feel the contrast on your body when the sun is shining on you and when a cloud slips over the sun, and then when the sun comes out again. Just being present to the changes in sensation is a simple way to observe and honor the sun in your life. How will you find ways to revere the sun in your life? Happy discoveries. Happy summer solstice tide. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.